You're listening to Thunder Quack Podcast Network. Hey, I'm Courtney. And I'm Allison. And we're Courtney and Allison of the Devil X Files. That's us. Guys, we just watched episode, what, nine? Yep. Titled Space. And I don't know what I just witnessed. Now, if you could describe this episode in one word, what would it be? Um, clusterfuck? I I am going to go with woof, because it was a real dog's breakfast. Oh, jeez. I said, when we were coming up here setting up, I said, if that episode was the SATs, I would fail on both the written and oral and math portions. <laughs> on both the English and the history. Because I don't know what just happened. Well, let me, I'm going to start out by reading our Netflix descripto. Okay. So for season one, episode nine, Space, the Netflix description reads, when a space shuttle mission is sabotaged, Mulder suspects it may be the work of an alien spirit that inhabits the body of a former Gemini astronaut. (laughs) And I'll just say this. I didn't know that guy was a Gemini. (laughs) I was thinking maybe Scorpio. Oh, what's your sign? Ah, jeez. Oh, man. Okay, well, I could not connect what happened in the episode to your description because I have, I honestly, I took two pages of notes, but I still could not tell you what happened in that episode. (laughs) Uh, Did I get my prediction right? I think I would say you were right. No, well, you were right in some ways. Okay, because I predicted NASA called them in. Yeah. Which did happen. A lady from NASA did call Mulder You mentioned Mars specifically. I did say Mars specifically. But you also said the International Space Station. Did I? And which was not involved. Oh. You thought that Scully and Mulder would go to the International (laughs) Space Station. Oh, no, that was my stupid one. (laughs) That was, like, the one that I wanted to get wrong because I've been getting all of them right. I mean, I'm going to say you were close enough. Can I get 0.5? Yeah. Okay, I'll take it. So you're at... Eight and a half out of nine. Eight and a half out of nine. Or so, seven and a half out of nine. So seven. Math is hard. Se- <laughs> seven and a half out of nine. Fuck the Jersey Devil and fuck space. <laughs> okay. Jeez. Let's try our best to start from the beginning. Now, you were eating a, a baked potato, so you did not take notes on that. No. For about the first ten minutes of the episode, I was eating a very substantial baked potato. <laughs> And I did not take any notes. So that's okay. We'll we'll ride this ride together. Yeah, but I've got a vague recollection of what happened. A very vague recollection. So I'm gonna have to watch that episode like ten times to understand. No, I don't want to. <laughs> don't do it. It's not worth it. And guys, this is one of our late late night recordings, so this is gonna be um, this is gonna get special. It's gonna be silly and hopefully less gassy. Oh. But based on that baked potato, I don't know. <laughs> Whoa! I'll warn you if I burp. Okay. Okay. Uh, so I was right about NASA, and so that was good. Yeah. And oh, I don't even remember how it started. With space stuff. It started with space with stuff. With space stuff. With space. Oh, yeah. Um, so space, they're at NASA, and they discovered 
Oh, they. Oh, um, they were high fiving each other because they were just taking new pictures of Mars. Yes. Yeah, so the, that was the big announcement at the beginning of the episode. It was like, hey. And when she says they, they, she doesn't mean Mulder and Skelly. No, no, no. Uh, she means Skelly NASA. 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 So NASA was very excited. It was like a news piece about the new pictures of Mars, and they talked about the water under the surface, um, but they also talked about the face. Yeah, the face. Now, I thought this face was on the moon. No, it's it's on Mars. On Mars. It's the face on Mars. It's the face on Mars. If you Google it, it's a big conspiracy theory of there is a, um, a formation, geo- geographic? Geographic? Ge- geological formation yeah that looks vaguely like a face because as humans we're taught to look for faces and everything yeah uh, it's just the shadows or whatever um and it's a big conspiracy theory but this is this is what it was about right yeah people thought it had to do with aliens but the crazy thing is now that we have google earth like if you go around on google earth you'll find faces everywhere i found one in the mountains of peru near machu picchu Really? Yeah, real weird face. And other people had seen it too when I Googled it. In New Hampshire, where I used to live, we used to have the old man in the mountain. And it looked like an old man, but I never saw it. When <laughs> In Comox, uh, where I live, there's a big hill that you go down. Um, you go down this big hill towards uh, Courtney. Yeah. Um, not you, but the city. Yeah. Uh, and oh. it's supposed to, the lights, as you're going down the hill, the lights of the city are supposed to look like Darth Vader's head. But really? I never saw it. Oh, well, I never saw the old man in the mountain. He died. He crumbled. Well, he crumbled. <laughs> I'm sure there's an old man who lives in the mountain. I'm very upset. <laughs> but the but the old man in the mountain, the rock formation, crumbled. Oh, but it's still so you on never their saw it. Well, I saw it. I, I just never went to go see it. Because oh, it's okay. literally a rock. You drive like two hours to go see a rock. Oh, I just would be driving down that hill at night, like squinting my eyes, trying to see Darth Vader, and I never oh. did. Can someone find us a picture of Darth Vader and Comox? Yeah. Well, not of, well, anyway. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> not the one that plays the violin no, in Victoria. No, not the, not the one that plays the violin in Victoria. Okay. Uh, so, back on track. Oh, Jesus. Okay. There, um, we, we, there we meet the guy who is talking about the face of, of the, in Mars, um, is, we'll talk to later, talk about later, but his name is Colonel Belt. Yeah. Aurelius something Belt. Marcus Aurelius. <laughs> and, um, after this announcement... He goes, um, he's in his house and he, um, goes to bed and he obviously has some post-traumatic stress disorder because he starts imagining himself as an astronaut or when he was an astronaut spacewalking. Mm -hmm. And then it's like, oh my God, something's coming. Oh, I don't know what it is. It's coming right at me. Ah." And then he opens up his eyes and there's like something at his window well no he sees the light moving on the ceiling yeah he sees the light shifting on the ceiling and he looks up and it just comes towards him yeah uh and it's like a big gooey looking face yeah and i said oh it's your face in your face it's that it's the it's supposed to be the face face on on Mars. mars but it's in his face the man on the mars the man on the mars but it's in his face, and so it's a face on a face, and it's supposed to be really spoopy, but I don't... I, Is it? It was I awful. I don't know. I don't know. So basically how Mulder and Skulls get pulled into this is there is um, a sabotage uh, on the sh- a shuttle launch that's supposed to take place. Yeah. So this woman named Michelle... Yes. ...comes and finds them on the steps of the Hoove and the Coove. Yeah. And, um... 
And it, and it's super cloak and, cloak and dagger shit. Like, yeah. She has to be very secretive about this. Because NASA, like, people can't find out that NASA, like, has problems that they need the FBI's yeah, help Yeah, because back then, NASA had a budget. Yeah, and they were afraid Congress would take it away. Oh, that's, that's some deep shit now. Well, now, is NASA completely, like, gone? What uh, are they doing? I think, I don't, I don't know. I know and they, what are they doing? <laughs> I know they sold all their spaceships off. Did they? I don't know to who. Like, Mexico? Not to us. Not to the Canadians. What happened to the space arm? Is this still out there? Oh, my God. What's happening? I have a lot of questions. I'm not a space buff. <laughs> I'm still upset about Pluto. <laughs> but back, back in the 90s, NASA was an entity that had money and that could spend money freely. Um... And so uh, this woman, Michelle, from NASA. Oh, NASA is still doing stuff. Are because they? I, like, vaguely work for them. <laughs> what do you mean you vaguely work well, for them? Well, I work on a cartoon about space for PBS. Uh, so how do you work for them? You just work for a cartoon that's about but space. NASA's involved. Is it? Yeah. Oh. They're involved. That's kind of nice. Yeah. So you learn about, like, okay, well. Well, I don't, but kids will. Okay. <laughs> I don't know shit. <laughs> and I mean not to find out oh any my shit. God. Okay, so NASA had a budget. NASA, uh, a lady works there uh, named Michelle. Yeah. And she is scared of sabotage on their next mission. Which has to launch that day. Which has to launch that day. And so she needs the FBI, FBI's help. And she's scared because her fiancé is one of the astronauts on the shuttle. Yes. And she don't want him to die. No. And she specifically contacts Mulder and Scully because something weird Cause, is Yeah, because she knows that they deal with unexplained things. And there's a big unexplained thing with the shuttle issue, which is that there's this um, part... Uh, I forget exactly what kind of part it is, but it has this weird scoring that would have had to have been done by like an extremely hot, hot fire. Yeah, it's titanium and it's apparently hard to scratch. Titanium! (laughs) Guys, there's going to be a lot of singing this episode. I'm David Guetta featuring Sia. (laughs) Okay. Sorry. (laughs) (laughs) Um, Yeah, so this part that she, it looks like an x-ray? Yeah, it's like a weird x-ray of this part, and it's got all this scoring that could only be achieved by, like, fire hot enough to launch the shuttle into space. And that that was deep enough scoring to fuck stuff up. Yeah, so basically she's saying, like, no one could have... So it's weird. ...done that and gotten away with it. It's an X-file because someone scored it, but nothing... I find that hard to believe that nothing on Earth could damage this one part. Well, except for, like, the heat of the... A thousand suns? The heat of the fire at the shuttle launch. Well, um, well, they made it, so how they can destroy it? It's not the One Ring. <laughs> Who knows? Sarah. <laughs> Anyways. Um, so, and then, uh, oh yeah, it's revealed that, that Mulder is basically a small boy throughout this entire episode. Oh yeah, he's got a huge space boner. And he's like, Scully, I believe in the space agency. I believe that this should be something that we look into. And so Scully's like, okay, I guess I have nothing better to do. <laughs> um, and he's like, Scully, didn't you ever dream of being an astronaut? And she's like, no, because I'm a woman. <laughs> and that's not available to us in the 90s. No. Wait, no. Who? I was going to, ooh. Who is the first woman astronaut? She Sally was, Ride? It could be Sally Ride. I, it, it was Sally Ride. It was Sally Ride. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So that 
that was before their time. That was prove me wrong, nerds. <laughs> um, there was a couple women on the Challenger. I know that. Yeah, School we'll get to that later. Yeah, but there was a Challenger call out, and I was shocked. It frankly. was a borderline upsetting. <laughs> yeah. Uh, so they go to NASA, and Mulder has a big uh, boner about space, mm-hmm. uh, and and uh, they're riding um, the little uh, like golf cart down the giant halls. Yeah, which is oh so dumb. And and Scully, uh, oh Mulder's talking about his sweet conspiracy theories about how, oh maybe um, all this stuff is going wrong because NASA doesn't want us. To show proof uh, in the media of alien civilizations, etc., etc., and it never comes up again about alien civilizations. Oh, not a once. Uh, this, but- this again. This episode is not about alien civilizations on Mars. Not no, really. Not really. But there's a face on Mars. I don't know. Yeah, and there's like a ghost. It's a whole thing, guys. There's a guy. So we meet officially the guy with the face in the face. Belt. And, uh, um, yeah, Mulder basically wets himself. Uh, I said he reminded me of if Patrick Stewart and the chubby bald guy from, uh, chubby bald police officer from Breaking Bad had a baby. Mm-hmm. It would be Colonel Belt. Yeah, that makes sense. Yeah. A very, a very old baby. Yeah. Well, they're both old men, so I assume they have an old baby. Yeah, that checks out. That's how it works. <laughs> Uh, that's legit <laughs> um yeah so they meet this colonel bell and Mulder's like oh, i when i was 14 i stayed up all night watching your spacewalk well i masturbated furiously <laughs> it was prom nights so but i didn't have a date but the next day i played dungeons and dragons by myself his tube sock was his date ew <laughs> does anyone do that you think Probably. I feel like that's too chafy. As someone without a dick, I don't know. Hey, guys, write in if you use tube socks to masturbate. Yeah. Can you please let us know? Thank you. <laughs> and, it's really, and really important. Can you tell us? <laughs> and can you take a poll? No. <laughs> and put up a poll on our on our Facebook page. Oh, boy. <laughs> oh. Facebook page. That's how we can. Okay. Oh. Anyways. Late night double X files recording, you friends. Okay, friends. So Mulder is very excited about Colonel Belt, but Colonel Belt comes off as kind of a dick. Yeah, he's very standoffish. He's like, "We have to um, deliver the payload. We have to do our job, and then um, no matter what, because NASA is under the gun. Yeah, uh, our budget could be cut at any moment by Congress, which happened. Which happened. Ooh. Dun 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 dun. <laughs> and. Uh, and he, yeah, he's kind of a dick, but but Mulder's kind of in awe of him. And when Mulder and Scully leave the office, Scully's like, "Oh, did you uh, want his autograph or something?" <laughs> Nailed it again, Scully. <laughs> yeah, all right. And Mulder's like, "Yes, sign my chest, please. <laughs> sign my wiener." Um, is this when they meet Potato? Or is that no? This is coming up, which is okay. So what happens next is the next launch is supposed to happen. Where um no remember they but they do the research first about they went to a scientist and they or the um like a a safety regulator oh yeah guy. they do that's not potato though that's they not they go potato. to a safety regulator and they're like hey could this happen and he's like 
The only one I doubt could, it. Yeah, the only one could who could order a full stop is Colonel Belt. Yeah. Uh and they're talking about Colonel Belt and there's a quick camera move and Colonel Belt's standing right there. Yeah. Oh yeah, he's like up above them like a gargoyle. <laughs> yes. Just like Hey guys, what's going on? Watching creepily. <laughs> yeah, yeah. It's like we're not talking about you, Colonel Belt, sorry. So it, it's kind of revealed that uh no matter what, Colonel Belt has the last say. And it's not established why. I guess he just was... He's important. He's important. It's not like Michelle, who is the freaking like, mission control commander. Yeah. But he's still above her on the pyramid. Yeah, he's it's some kind of bureaucracy. Yeah. Of course. Jurisdiction. Am I right? <laughs> Dick waving. <laughs> um, now it's the mission launch. Now yeah. they're going to try to launch the So shuttle. this is the one that she's like... brought them along to look at because it can't go poorly it has to go well because her husband her husbando is on that shuttle yeah and just in general it's really bad if astronauts die yeah that's also true it's also bad if anyone dies but especially well let's not go that far oh oh. (laughs) whoa (laughs) okay let's let's keep going continue uh so the mission is successful as far as we know and the cutest thing happened with them when the mission is like you know Houston, we're we're go for launch, and they go off, and then there's a shot of Mulder with like thumbs up. Yeah, he does a cute little thumbs <laughs> hey, up. Yes, He's so right. excited. Ah, it went well. And he says, "I fulfilled one of my childhood fantasies." So my question today is, what is his other childhood fantasy? <laughs> oh my god. Go it's on. A, oh, I know what it is. What? It's um fulfilling. It's like um. I think his other childhood fantasy is being the girl from Ghost and having Patrick Swayze put his arms around him and uh, help him make pottery. Childhood fantasy? Yeah, while Unchained Melody plays. (laughs) Oh, I love her. That's his childhood fantasy? Yeah. Wow. He was a very advanced child. I was going to say, like, finally win a game of Uno or something. He's not very good at Uno, I assume. Uh, he's not very good at anything. <laughs> well, he's colorblind, so. Yeah. Uh, wow, that's deep. That's a good one. I'll go with that one. Okay. You heard it here, guys. <laughs> the first childhood fantasy is watching a uh, space shuttle launch. The second childhood fantasy is recreating Ghost with Patrick Swayze. <laughs> oh, man. <laughs> Which I can only hope he does with Scully at some point. Where Scully is Patrick Swayze. Yeah. <laughs> But Scully's too small. Like, she couldn't, like, no, reach be around him. No, she'd be She'd give him a reach around for sure. <laughs> oh, no! no! You walked right into that one! No. 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 Okay. No. So, what happens next is there's some kind of weird issue in the server room? Is that it? Things uh, are going wrong. Something's going wrong. And this is when it starts getting confusing. Something is going <laughs> wrong on the space shuttle... But something, sorry, I almost burped. Uh, we don't want to start that again. Nope. Um, something's going wrong in the space shuttle, but it seems like they can correct it down there, down on Earth. Um, yeah. 
Oh, no. Oh, yeah. Something's wrong with the space shuttle. So Michelle is like, I don't know, telephoning or talking to Mulder and Scully. Say, we got to go back to NASA. We got to go back to Houston. So they drive. Oh, no. Is that when the... Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. They drive. They drive. They think it goes well. And you then were they eating to... potatoes. You weren't I even... Was... No, I took notes on that part. Okay. My potato was done. Okay. Um, but speaking of potatoes. Uh, so they get they get back. Yeah, no. They... Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. The I'm... car. I'm in the, I'm in the zone now. Okay. okay. <laughs> so they drive back in the middle of the night. Um, back to Houston, and Michelle is driving in front of them, and it's Mulder and Scully. And what's weird is it feels like a throwback to the pilot because they're driving through the rain, yeah, and, and she's the, playing with the radio. Yeah, yeah, it does feel like there's a, and uh, the radio isn't working because Mulder says there's a media blackout. There's a media blackout, which I always wonder if that is a thing. Like, like during, um, I heard that when they have um, space shuttle launches, that there is a media blackout. Hmm. Just in case know. something goes wrong. That makes during, sense. During the beginning of, yeah. like, the space race and stuff. Mm-hmm. Like, if you think about it, the history of the space race, like, in the 1950s, 1960s, 19, even 1970s, you think, like, there was ever, like, astronauts dying and we don't know? Probably. Because they didn't want to tell the Soviet Union, you know, what what was up with them. I feel like that wouldn't surprise me. Yeah. I feel like they're... I mean, the giant jump from, like launching a guy into space to launching and putting three men on on the moon that took a remarkably short amount of time yeah i'm not saying that it was faked <laughs> i'm just saying that soundstage <laughs> burbank <laughs> i'm just saying that i'm surprised that not many people died yeah during that scientific boost yeah i guess mostly just monkeys and dogs and turtles. Oh. Yeah, they were really into turtles. Hmm. Yeah. Who wouldn't be? I know. Um, um, so anyways, Michelle is driving ahead of them through the rain, and yeah. visibility is very low, and she should not be driving. Um, it was weird. It's supposed to be really rainy, but it was really foggy. Yeah, and... it was foggy. And so what should come out of the fog? <laughs> was the man on the Mars. It was a ghost you guys. It's that way. It's like... Someone photoshopped that man in the man in the Mars um, like picture. Yeah, they only use it once. It's the same picture over and over. Oh and yeah, over again. no, there's only the one. But they distort it using like using Photoshop. Yeah, so it's like whoa, it's like like a Muppet. Like, hey guys, what's going on? <laughs> Uh, so basically she crashes because the man on the Mars frightens her. Yeah. Um, and then <laughs> my favorite part, I don't know why this made me laugh <laughs> so hard, but Mulder and Skelly go try to help her out and they're like, can you get out? And she's like, I'm stuck. And they're like, can you get out? And she's like, you got to help me out. And they're like, can you get out? And she's like, I'm wedged in. <laughs> So she is wedged She's in. wedged in, but they got her out. They okay. wiggled her out. They didn't call 911. No one called any they left emergency the car services. Triple A is going to be like, whose car is this? Triple A is going to be like, what the fuck? Uh, but they they don't give her any medical attention at no, all. No, because she shows up back at command, like, with blood seeping down her forehead. And she's like, I'm back, you guys. Let's do this. And they're like, what's wrong with you? Like, are you Okay. Houston, do you have a problem? <laughs> she does. She does. Well, her husband's on the on the dually. Yes, dad. yes, true. Her senpai is up there. <laughs> what? Nothing. I didn't say anything. <laughs> Pi is up there. I said senpai. Oh, senpai. <laughs> is that how you pronounce that? Word? I don't know. How do you pronounce that word, guys? Yeah, tell us how to. Please tell me. Come on, let us know. <laughs> 
make a podcast just just like it'll be real cool okay (laughs) um and then basically the next like five minutes are fully expo 86 so what oh it's all exposition oh yeah yeah well no what's wrong with the 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 um the space shuttle is getting real hot yeah getting hot in there so there are lines like if we don't cool it down they'll die obviously guys obviously obviously and it's it's they say it gets up to 116 fahrenheit i don't know how much celsius that is i assume fucking hot yeah like 50 degrees celsius something like i don't know and i always went like how how hot does it get like when you like get out and your brain starts boiling oh man like 60 no degrees celsius we have a lot of americans listening to our podcast okay okay like i don't know we have to yeah validate them validate them. like 60 and the the people in america's like oh that's not hot ha, ha, ha. that's like room temperature <laughs> so um anyways <laughs> well, i didn't get my answer how hot do you think it gets oh how hot do i think it needs to be to scramble your brain yeah to get, like boil your blood Oh, yeah, like 60, probably. Degrees Celsius. Celsius. <laughs> Which we don't know what it is Fahrenheit. <laughs> like 130? That sounds reasonable. That sounds very hot, yeah. <laughs> sounds steamy. <laughs> oh, God, guys. We went through, like, uh, our summer in Vancouver was, like, 30 degrees Celsius. Which, yeah. I don't yeah. know. It was 37 like on our trip to Portland. 90-something? Yeah. 40, I think, is around 100. Oh, I don't know. It is hot. Yeah, I couldn't imagine 116 degrees Fahrenheit. No, that sounds extremely <laughs> spicy. <laughs> Mostly because I don't know what that actually means. <laughs> Fahrenheit is stupid is what I'm saying. No, Fuck don't say don't say that. They're going to get real mad. <laughs> People get real mad when you say People that. People do get real mad about like They don't like it. feet and meters and inches and kilometers okay. and We're on a serious tangent. <laughs> Let's get back to the show. Uh... Okay. I don't want to. This is where stupid. <laughs> no, I'm going to make you. <laughs> no. Okay. So um, what happens next is there's an issue in the server room. Um, and Mulder and Scully are like, we're going to check it out. And Michelle goes with them. But what happens first is Mulder takes off his coat and he throws <laughs> it on a bank of extremely expensive computers. And the guy sitting there is like, what? I'm, I'm working here. <laughs> what is Guys, I'm trying to I'm trying to do science. There were three men up there. They're extremely hot. It's 116 Fahrenheit. I I assume that NASA would not use Fahrenheit. I'm going back to the fucking Fahrenheit thing. <laughs> NASA would use Celsius. I don't know if that's true. Really? Yeah. Uh, uh, hey, um, write in if you know what. Write in if you work for NASA. Yeah, write in if you know. <gasps> That'd be really cool. That would be really cool. If you work for NASA and you listen to this, please write in, and we promise. Give us your frank opinion on this episode. Yeah, please. Oh, my God. Yes. That'd be amazing. Yeah. Even, okay, uh, also, if you don't work for NASA and you like to pretend you work for NASA. Yeah, and you want to give us your frank opinion on this episode, yeah, that'd please, be great. Yeah, please. Please. Please write in. Please tell me what happens in this episode. Double X Files Podcast at gmail.com. Please. I don't know what happened. Okay. They're going to the computer room. Yeah, they go to the server room. And um, like, they have their drawn. guns out. Because they're like, oh, some serious shit's about to go down. Someone's oh. meddling in here. Yeah. And we see some scurrying around in front of the camera. Yeah. Um, and then who should roll out of the server stacks but a cute little potato. It's just a cute little potato. It's a scientist who looks like kind of like Nathan Lane-esque. 
He's just a cute little yeah, potato. He is, he is. You could use him as a clock battery in time. Oh, I just of- want to spread some butter on him. <laughs> Put some chives on there. Uh, I don't know what he was doing in there, but he was very frightened. him right up. <laughs> I don't know what he was doing there. He was very frightened. Yeah. I, I stopped paying attention. <laughs> That's fair. Uh, the next thing I wrote down is ghost ship. Ghost ship. So I don't uh, know if you remember what that's about. <laughs> Guys, this is really, this episode was roof. Oh, no, this, I remember. Oh, yeah? So they go to Potato and, and Potato, I don't know why he's in there. Uh, but they basically go back, they accomplish nothing. Yeah. They went to the computer lab to see if someone was fooling around. No one was fooling around, so they went back. Yeah, they just the, found a potato there. They just found a potato there. Um, <laughs> they went back to the mission control, and this Colonel Belt's like, well, just turn it, have you tried turning it back on and off again? Well, yeah, no, he just makes them, like, he makes the, he takes off he, I don't understand he, what he did exactly. I think he cuts off ground communication. Yeah, so that they like the fix it themselves. Astronaut. Yeah, the space astro- the space astronauts. But basically, it's like turn it on and back off again. Yeah, I think that was essentially the gist. They rebooted. Yeah, they fully rebooted. They got the blue screen of death. They're like, shit, my homework's on there. So they <laughs> control alt deleted that yeah. shit, and it worked. And that's a lesson to you: always back it up. Oh yeah, guys, put it on the cloud. Especially your dick pics. No, back, back up those dick pics. <laughs> um, yeah, they control alt deleted and it worked and everything is fine. Um, yeah, now it's not too hot again. Uh, so this is when Mulder and um, Colonel Belt have another conversation. Oh, they have an the HH. And this is where the whole ghost ship thing comes on. Like, oh, right, because it's like basically what we have going on there. They're basically dead men up there. Yeah. It's going to be a ghost ship, like, flying around our orbit. Yeah. That's where the term ghost ship And so on. he's kind of telling Mulder that he doesn't want to tell the press. Um, yeah, he outright lied to the press. He said everything is fine. Yeah, and so Mulder confronts him, and he says he doesn't want to tell the press that it's going poorly because they're, like, basically, like, sharks and, you know, a shuttle disasters are chum in the water for them. He says people only um, astronauts used to be true American heroes uh, on the front page of the paper. Yeah. And these days they only get on the front page of the paper if they explode. Yeah. And and Mulder's like, well, that's not true. And Colonel Belt says, well, name two astronauts on the last shuttle mission. And Mulder's like, uh, Jerry, <laughs> Mark, M- uh, Matt. <laughs> um, uh, I mean. And you kind of think about it. I mean, we don't have many astronauts today because NASA's shut down. Yeah. Uh, but I remember two astronauts. One astronaut, uh, his official picture, he had two dogs in it. Nice. And the other astronauts um, uh, are dressed in Star Trek uniforms. Oh, so solid. I don't know their names, but they're awesome. <laughs> I assume they went to space. <laughs> <laughs> So next comes one of the more confusing exchanges in this episode uh, when Belt and Mulder are having a conversation in a hallway. Something that happens a lot in this episode yeah. is a hallway convo. Um, and Oh, they also say, like, again, Belt's, Belt's mission is to finish dropping off the payload. Yeah, he wants to drop that payload. <laughs> he wants to drop the kids off the pool. <laughs> he wants to drop some baked potato. <laughs> What was the one you said? Oh, drop the Browns off at the Super Bowl? I like that. 
Uh, and that's his job. And if he doesn't get that done, that means millions of dollars down the drain, but which means NASA will shut down. That even makes this conversation, that this exchange, more confusing, yeah. which is that Mulder straight up asks him if he's sabotaging, if he thinks someone is sabotaging the shuttle. And all he says is, my job is to... He said, my answer to you would be to bring those astronauts home. Which A, he's already proven he doesn't care about, and B, does not answer that question in any way. Yeah, I'm really confused. So... Uh, So this is when Belt goes home to his house. Yeah. He takes out a big bottle of vitamin VK from the freezer. (laughs) And, uh... We were watching it, and, and my husband's like, the um Colonel Ball opens the freezer and my husband's like, Why who has a light in their freezer? So guys, write in if you have a light bulb. Do you have in a light your in your freezer? I and I, I said do. that was do you? Yeah, I think so. Oh. I think most people do. Really? Yeah. Maybe we have an old fridge. Yeah. Or maybe our light doesn't work. So anyways, he pulls out just a big old bottle of vodka. Yeah. Um and starts chugging it. Yeah. And then he um sees uh so this is when we see the g ghost. Yeah, the ghost comes out of him. It comes, it actually leaves his body. Now, it has that weird, like, man on Mars silhouette face. Yeah, it, like, like morphs with his face. Really weird, really bad. Super bad special effects. Special, it's like they ran out of money. Well, I don't know what they spent it on. Here's Now, here's the thing. Oh, I what? was reading about this on Wikipedia. Are you? And actually, they had spent quite a lot of money in oh the my earlier... God. On Wikipedia, it's that picture of the face, and it's so stupid. <laughs> so... Guys, this is the new Bigfoot booby. This, this episode was conceived as a low-budget bottle episode because... Several earlier episodes had exceeded their budget, but this ended up being the most expensive episode in the season. Okay, question one. What is, what did they spend their money on earlier in the season? I don't know. Like, Tombs's spit castle? <laughs> Bile castle? But here is, here is my favorite thing in this article. It says, several scenes in the episode were filmed at a Canadian Airlines operation center in Richmond, B.C. Okay. The crew were given permission by the airline to use their flight simulators, leading to the production being delayed while everyone had a turn simulating flights over Canada. Ah! David, David Duchovny, we, we gotta get... No, guys, I'm flying over Toronto. <laughs> yes, a space needle. Are you kidding me? Yeah, no, that's that's what it says. So, and I can see Everyone how they... had to have a turn. Yeah, I can see how they thought this might be a cheap episode because it is all in one location. Yeah. And all that NASA footage that they used yeah. would be, like, pretty inexpensive. Yeah. So... Yeah, it was the same shot over and over again. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but apparently, like, constructing the command center set and... Stuff like that, just... Um, and the weird space face thing. Yeah, and they and had the to ghost. add all the exposition exposition because they didn't have enough money to actually create a set to show uh, the astronauts on the shuttle. No, that was kind of weird. Yeah. They, they literally, like, they didn't want to show someone on a spacecraft because it was all static. Hey? Yeah. Like, they didn't even have a TV. No, event. they just had static, because oh I guess that God. was more money and stuff. I have another good quote from this, but we'll get to it later. Okay, I'm very excited. Um, but I, I love can't... that. I love that. That was the most expensive episode of the season, and it was designed to be one of the cheapest. Because <laughs> they're all riding on <laughs> They all had to take a turn. If I were had to pick any actor of, like, 
the 90s who were who was really into flight simulators i would have thumbed david duchovny you would have thumbed him he yeah (laughs) i don't know what that means but i don't like it is that in the butt (laughs) (laughs) yes we're losing the plot pretty quick here (laughs) okay let's try and get through the rest of this episode okay so um space ghost yeah space Space ghost Ghost comes out of him and leaves (laughs) And I am shouting, well, well, also when I were watching this, I am shouting, what is happening? Yeah. What is, what is going on? I don't understand it. This got a bigger <laughs> reaction out of me than Bigfoot Booby. Yeah, it did. You were really baffled. For, I am. And fairly baffled. Okay, so let's, let's kind of recap. Colonel Belt mm-hmm. is possessed by space ghosts. Yes. Coast to coast. Coast to coast. Uh, Albuquerque to Houston. That's not coast to coast. <laughs> really bad. Coast American. to coast. Uh, Utah to uh, Tennessee. <laughs> <laughs> okay, no, no, okay, wait. So he's possessed by space ghosts. Coast to coast. Coast to coast. <laughs> Albuquerque to Tennessee. Um, <laughs> I want to get my thought out. This is important. Please keep going. This is about plot. Okay. Trying to work out what happened. So it comes out that he's the one, obviously, to sabotage it. Yeah. So he, it does turn out in the end that he sabotaged not only this mission, but also the Challenger. Oh my God. Yeah. We'll talk about that. Holy shit. Um, so Space Ghost doesn't like visitors. No. Is what I'm getting. That's his, yes. That's his motive. He does not like visitors in his outer space. Okay. That's. I, they don't explain why Space Ghost is there. Oh, they don't explain a single GD thing about Space Ghost. <laughs> <laughs> but I just assume he just wants to be alone. I guess. I just, I don't know. The man on the Mars. The man on the Mars. Okay. Okay, Space Ghost happens. Yeah. And Colonel Bell is freaking out because a Space Ghost came out of him. And yeah. he's floating around Vancouver somewhere. Yeah. Uh and now there's more problems with the space center. Yeah, they are running out of oxygen in the shuttle, and this is one of my favorite Scully quotes during the episode because it's so dumb. Because um, yeah, so it's she says, "Even I could figure out what happens when you run out of oxygen," and it's like Scully. You're a medical doctor. <laughs> of course you know that. You Everyone don't have to figure it. it out because I'm sure you learned about it in school. In medical in school. In medical school. Medical doctor school. Where you clearly have gone, apparently. <laughs> that was a good line. It's funny because during this whole episode, it's like, they're, I guess they got so tired playing with that like flight simulator. Yeah. Their lines were just phoned Oh, in. it's garbage. It was it is. They played with the flight simulator and made them so tie-tie that they just phoned in the rest of the episode. Just, uh, they gotta get some Tim Hortons coffee. Yeah! <laughs> they gotta get some Tim bits. Um, Tim Hortons, can you sponsor us? Yeah. <laughs> Drop the Tim hose. <laughs> the Timmy hose. Uh, so, it's this big, this big, like, I guess the big thing in the plot is, do we rescue these astronauts or do we... Do we, we drop the payload? Do we, and my question was, what is the payload? It's <laughs> just like some kind of satellite, I think. I thought it was like um, the Russians were really behind on the reading, so it was the entire Twilight series. <laughs> that makes sense, yeah. That's legit. They need to know what happens to Renesmee. 
the International Space Station's library is very bare. It's like two copies of Atlas Shrugged and, like... yeah, and a fountainhead. <laughs> oh no! <laughs> Who gave the Russians and Rand? <laughs> oh god! Oh boy! <laughs> so see, they're desperate for some Twilight. They have to drop the payload. Yeah, it's very important. So um, what? Oh my god! The worst part about this is uh, is this when they had to go get Belt and he was all sweaty? Well. <laughs> No, this is when, this is when Michelle panics. Yeah, and Belt tells her, you have to separate your personal life from your professional, from this, like, professional thing. And she's like, I can't, I'm a woman. Boo-hoo. And, uh, I'm on my period. No, but that's the implication is that because she's a woman, she is more concerned with her husband dying than whether the payload gets dropped. Yeah, all the, the, the satellite full of Twilight books. Um, they had to rid the world of Twilight books, so they put them all on the satellite and they were sending them into space. I love it. That's what happened. That was in the Bible. Okay. okay. Uh, so she freaks out in a hallway. She <laughs> oh, yeah. freaks out. And Mulder... Close talk Mulder. Close talk Mulder grabs her by the waist. Very, very tight. So inappropriate, you guys. He is a corset. He is her belt holding, hoisting up her pants. Yeah, and it's so upsetting that he just grabs her by the waist. And does it several times. And keeps his hands there. While he calms, quote unquote, calms her down. Yeah. It's upsetting. Uh, But while this is going on, the payload is delivered. Yeah, more or less. Yeah, the satellite gets pooped out of the the space shuttle. So that's okay. Uh... (laughs) what that's happening oh no no no. yeah then they go to do some research about like this the parts that had malfunctioned and this is when the challenger comes in now this is an episode that posits that the challenger disaster the o-ring that was cracked was a result of space ghosts space ghost sabotage coast to coast (laughs) albuquerque to tennessee (laughs) (laughs) who's the who's the on Space Ghost Coast to Coast, who was the um, giant praying mantis? Oh, um... Zorak? Was it Zorak? Yeah, something like that. Yeah, Zorak! <laughs> Space Ghost, fuck you! <laughs> I love that show. Oh, man. Okay, here's my quote from the Wikipedia page that I wanted to I wanted to involve. Please enlighten um, us. Keith Phipps, writing for the AV Club, reviewed the episode negatively, rating it a D+. He felt that the episode's special effects were pretty decidedly unscary, quote-unquote, and that the episode's premise was confusing and, quote-unquote, a little tasteless in its treatment of the Challenger disaster. Yeah, that was... Are you fucking kidding me? It was, it was so tasteless. It was so bad. Oh, this actual tragedy that happened was the result of a space ghost. And not too long ago. When did the space... It was 90... Or is it 89? It was... I'm going to check right now. Late, late 80s. 86. 86. Early 86. Oh, okay. Um... Yeah, it's like that didn't that happen not too long ago. That really rubbed me the wrong way. That was not great. Uh, space ghosts can't be blamed for what happened. No, <laughs> it's like nine eleven happened because of cabbages, werewolves, werewolves, cabbage it's not werewolves. Great. You yeah, no, you don't joke about that. It's not. It's not cool, man. Okay, um, so so Mulder is close talking the shit out of Michelle. Mm-hmm. Michelle is panicking. Payload is delivered. Yeah. The Russians have their Twilight books. And Colonel Belt, oh, is freaking out. Yeah, in his office, right? Because he got Space Ghost. Yeah. Duh. And, yeah, she's like, 
uh, Mulder and Scully run into, because they have to find Colonel Belt, because Colonel Belt has to solve this whole oxygen situation. Yeah. Uh, and Colonel Belt is hiding under his desk. Yeah, and there's, like, he's, like, scratched a message that's like, help me. Help me. And Mulder says, call a doctor. And Scully's like, uh, I'm right here. No, no, Scully, a medical doctor. Yeah, I'm a medical no, doctor. Oh, no, Scully, a male medical doctor. Oh, for fuck's sake. <laughs> call a doctor how many times has she told you she's a fucking medical doctor no i wanted a man no sorry i wanted it to be patrick swayze yeah and we can make and i want my goddamn pottery wheel and my goddamn unchained melody Mulder will never let his childhood dream pass no oh maybe one day maybe one episode he will get his second childhood yeah he'll get to drop that payload Right onto the pottery this wheel. Is real messy. This is real. <laughs> that's real. That's what he's gonna say. This is real. <laughs> uh, okay. I love when I love when uh, on on um iTunes. If you download this from iTunes, it has a big explicit like stamp. Yeah. And I think we're really earning. I mean, we it. try to live up to that every every episode. <laughs> poop jokes and dick jokes and dicks and poop jokes and challenger Pooping on a dick joke. Challenger space ghost jokes. Coast to coast. Oh my god. Um, yeah. So what happens is he's having a seizure. Belt is having a seizure. Yeah, but Scully can't help. Yeah, Scully's trying to like give him drugs so he no longer seizes. And Mulder's like, no, no. He can tell us how to help the the astronauts, how they can get back to Earth. Like he can, he knows how to fix this. And yeah. he, so he's like holding his finger up and trying to get Belt to tell him what to. Yeah, it's real disturbing. It's really, Yeah, right? it's really weird. It's because like. It's- broken the thir- fourth wall yeah it's shooting up from belt's pov and yeah so Mulder's looking straight into your eyes with yeah. his finger waggling in your face yeah i didn't care for it i didn't care for it either <laughs> smell my finger um <laughs> i don't know <laughs> one of us said i think that's what Mulder's dick pics would look like <laughs> just a picture of him and a like a like a like a fuzzy kind of out of focus phallic like object. Yeah, that sounds about right. Uh, that's what the shot looked like. Yeah. Um. So yeah, Mulder's trying to like hypnotize. Colonel I don't Bell. know what he's doing, but anyways, what. he gets the info that he needs, and of Colonel just save. Yeah, Colonel Belt says they need to adjust their trajectory thirty five degrees. Yes, because he sabotaged something else. Yeah. Why does he? The Why? ghost made him do it or the ghost did it and he couldn't stop the ghost but either way it's his fault because the ghost came back with him because it like entered his body when he was initially in space i don't understand because the ghost is also outside look (laughs) there's a lot that doesn't make sense the ghost is also on the space shuttle because the astronauts oh yeah the astronauts also so i think what happened is it left his body or is there more than one? No, I think it left his body and went up to space. Why can't there be more? There has and to be. And then I think it came back down. Allison, there has to be a breeding population of space ghosts. Coast to coast. <laughs> like, there has to be more than one. I we mean, learned that in the Jersey Devil. That's true, actually. Where there's one male. You think there's going to be a little baby fa- space ghost at the end of this episode? I hope so. I hope not. It's like you... looking down from space. Hey, I'm behind a cloud. <laughs> I don't know what happened. Did Belt die? Belt did die. He ran out a window. 
Oh yeah. He jumped he got, out a he jumped out a window. He got Space Ghost again. Yeah, Space Ghost made him jump out a window and as he was on his way down, he relived the moment that Space Ghost entered his body for the very first time. Yeah. For the very first time. Uh so that's how it ended? Yeah, and then the new there was a newspaper that like slammed down on the desk with his picture on the front saying like hero falls to death or whatever and it was a callback to when he was telling Mulder that astronauts don't get their picture in the front page of the paper unless something bad happens to them even though they used to be true American heroes G.I. Joe oh my god (laughs) that was real weird we did not plan that (laughs) we plan a lot of things but not that Uh, yeah so that's how it ended basically Um, and then Mulder said a lot of words that I didn't really pay attention to I was very confused about the whole plot of this episode yeah it made zip sense all I I can just kind of determine is there is a space ghost and it does not like people up into space no and it will do anything to stop them from going down there now here's my favorite thing about this episode I don't know if you noticed this but Mulder and Scully didn't actually do anything in this episode. Like you could take them out and the plot would have no... Yeah. No, that's not true. Well, no, all I'm saying is all of the forward action was perpetrated by someone else in this episode. But Mulder was the one to relay the message of the 35 degrees. Yeah, he relayed messages, but none of the, like... They did not propel the plot in any way. They They were not not, the protagonists of this story. The space ghost The space ghost. They just, yeah, like, everything was done by Michelle or Belt or the space ghost or the astronauts in the shuttle or or Potato. potato. But Mulder and Scully, yeah, they did not propel the plot in any way. They were mere bystanders. So it was like NASA called them up, had them come down so that they could watch NASA solve their own problems. Yeah, they sure did. <laughs> and that's what I love about this episode. It's so fucking dumb. <laughs> Shall we rate it? Um, I rate on a spooky scale. And to me, it was like negative one spooky. Like, I like I thought the Jersey Devil one was bad. Um, this one had a real weird mix of Ghost of the Machine and Jersey Devil. Mm-hmm. Jersey Devil made me absolutely angry mm-hmm. ghost of the machine was so bad it was delightful yeah and this is like in the middle this is in the middle this is like it could have if we were super high it could have been hilarious oh yeah totally but this i don't know like the the face parts were yeah. hilarious like i was upset uh <laughs> But you're right, the plot was just, I don't know, they didn't explain a lot. Nothing made sense, yeah, no, it was awful. So yeah, for my spooky scale, I'm negative one. What is your rage scale, Allison? Okay, so I rate on a rage scale from one to ten, and on a scale of one to ten, I give this episode fart noise. (laughs) Make the fart noise. (laughs) (laughs) That was was the cutest fart noise I've ever heard. Yeah, no, it was... Guys, that was a real fart. This episode is not worth my rage. That's how dumb it is. Like, oh it's not God. even worth getting angry now, about. Now, you said this is the second worst episode. That I've seen. This season. Yeah. There's another one. The, it's in two episodes, I think, that I just, like, drove me up the fucking wall. Okay. But um, we'll get there. No, this one is, like... It, I think this one made me incredibly angry the first time I watched it because I was, like, I thought this show was supposed to be good. <laughs> um... 
And then I watched this episode and I was like, but this is the worst writing I've ever seen and it's yeah, terrible. It's the, the writing is bad. The acting is bad. It's The acting was really bad. The cameras are occasionally inexplicable. The special <laughs> effects make no sense. No. No. Um, but one thing that I read in that Wikipedia article was that Chris Carter... Uh, wanted to write this episode um, because he was inspired by the the news about the face on Mars. So he wanted to write an episode about the face on Mars. And well, Chris Carter, <laughs> a slow clap. You fucking did it. <laughs> you wrote an episode about the face on Mars. Try to try a little harder next time. He also watched Adult Swim really late at night and watched Space Coast Coast to Coast. <laughs> yeah, he did. Uh, that was also the inspiration. Um, so. I don't know, but but what do you think is more infuriating? This episode, the Jersey Devil episode. The Jersey Devil was more well. They both offensive. had a they both had a taste of that offensiveness in yeah. them. Jersey Devil with the obviously um, uh, the woman that obviously had problems and was not a Bigfoot. Yeah. Um, and this one with their uh, insinuating that the Challenger disaster was due to a space ghost. <laughs> ghost to ghost. <laughs> I just. I don't know. Well, Jersey Devil made me more mad. This one was a mix of hilariousness and also madness. So I would say Jersey Devil still rates as number one. Oh, yeah. That still makes me the angriest. And this rates as number two. Yeah. A big old number two. (laughs) (laughs) Like, want to talk about dropping a payload? (laughs) Watch this episode. Chris Carter definitely did. He, he did drop his payload <laughs> oh with this one. God. He pooped it right out. <laughs> okay, guys. I think we need to move on. Yeah. I think we need to let this go. Yeah, I we got to take a breath. I'm pretty sure we're going to call back this episode a lot, though. Yep. Um, It's time. Um, I'm going to call this, I guess it's kind of a personal X-Files, but we're going to try to do a new thing um, this episode. Come and tell us, dude, about the spooky thing that happened to you Cause we'll never tell you that we don't believe you Unless we get abducted, we will never leave you We want to hear about your personal X-File uh, On our kind of information that we get based on who downloads stuff um, We can see who is downloading from where I know where you guys all live, so congratulations uh, <laughs> it, it just breaks it down by country um, So... OBS, we get most viewers or most listeners are from Canada. Mm-hmm. All right. Uh, Our friends and family. and <laughs> All seven of them. Uh, thanks for all 20 of your downloads, guys. Uh, <laughs> uh, uh, the next most populous one is uh, the United States. Mm-hmm. Um, and then we get listeners from all all over the world. That's awesome. Like Latvia, Estonia, Nigeria, United Arab Emirates. We get, we have a lot. So that is super cool. I hope I called out some of the countries you live in, you guys. Did you, <laughs> did we get Pakistan? Hashim, are you listening? Are you listening? <laughs> uh, actually, we, I found out we had a listener from the Netherlands. Oh, yeah. And I hope they're not offended. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Well, you know what they say if they ain't Dutch but, angles. <laughs> um, but they didn't live in the Holland side of the Netherlands. Oh, okay. Yeah, they lived on the eastern side of the Netherlands. Cool. So it's okay. Maybe they really hate Hollandaisers. Hollandaisers. That's what they call them. That's what they call them. So we're going to do kind of a new segment or maybe just 
today, but hopefully a lot we'll of We'll do it. It'll happen. Um, is, like, uh, we're going to do kind of a cryptid paranormal story from uh, a listener's country. Yeah. Uh, and the third most Double uh, X Files fans in a country uh, is Russia. Or the Russian Federation. Mm. I don't know what it's called now. Uh, so we're going to give you a Russian paranormal story. Cool. This is my favorite one. Um, it's called the Voronezhi? What's how did you pronounce that? Voronezh? Uh, Voronezh. Voronezh. Sorry, all our, like, 200 Russian. <laughs> this is going to be brutal for you. Uh, the Voronezh uh, UFO incident. And this is a really famous one. Happened in the, in 89. So really Oh, recently. Yeah, it really wasn't Russia. It was Soviet Union. Um, but the reason why this one is very special is it is pervasive during the time, during the end, kind of end of the Cold War, uh, in Russian newspapers. It was hugely popular. Hmm. Uh, so what happened um, was a small group of children uh, were playing in a park. And they looked up into the sky and they saw a flying disc. Not a Dorito. Hmm. A saucer. And it landed near them. And didn't crash. It landed. Like it parked itself. Would you, would you say it was a Tostitos Rounds? No. Oh, no. I would not. Okay. <laughs> Noted. They are delicious, though. Oh. Tostitas, if you want to give us free stuff, uh, go ahead. Send it over. Yeah. Um, so, these boys, uh, I believe there are three of them. Um, this just landed, and a three-eyed alien exited. Whoa. With a robot. <laughs> okay, now we're talking. And I have heard reports of... Either the three-eyed alien or the robot wearing overalls. I, I, I feel like I need to know what that looks like. <laughs> Oshkosh bagosh overalls. Um, Oshkosh.com! Uh, the alien used some sort of freeze ray on the boys. Of course. Of course it did. And then departed. Then left. Hmm. Now, I don't know if he left in the spacecraft or just went into the spacecraft. And then came back out five minutes later and took one of the 16-year-old boys. Uh, and it's not like he grabbed the 16-year-old boy. It used, like, a laser photon pistol tube and sucked up. Oh, it just sucked him right up. Sucked him right up. Um, so the children were the only ones to claim witnessing the aliens themselves. Um, and Lieutenant uh, Sergei claimed to have seen the craft as well. And the Interior Ministry said they would dispatch troops in the area should the craft reappear. Now, it actually didn't actually say what happened to that 16-year-old boy <laughs> who got sucked up the tube. Oh, he gone forever. Uh, he got disappeared, I guess. <laughs> yep. Uh, but this is really, really um, weird mm -hmm. because in the immediate aftermath of this incident, hundreds of UFO reports began to just really pop up. this was a huge thing and actually a reporter um from one of the newspapers the pravya Pra the pravda yes the pravda he they claimed to have an exclusive interview with one of the aliens um of of the three-eyed alien oh my god yeah did anyone interview the robot no it's oh. a robot they don't have feelings but they have 
They can't feel love. Information. I guess they have information. Um, so the Soviet Scientific Commission, they ordered an official inquiry. Uh, they said that this place had, the place where the boys saw the craft landing, had abnormal radio uh, radioactivity. So that's pretty significant. Yeah, that um, is interesting. Uh, anything else? Uh, where where did this happen? This happened at that Voronezh. 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 V o r o n e z h. A z h usually denotes a z sound. Okay, Voronezh. Um, I'm sorry, Russia. Uh, so this is super cool because this was like kind of the this was the Benny and Barty Hill of Soviet Union UFO sighting. That's pretty cool. Even though it was so ridiculous, so <laughs> it, sounds, ridic- it does sound very it's ridiculous. Hilarious, but it was it just captured their imagination. Mm-hmm. And there's lots of like so like Cold War stories about um, like the Soviets experimenting with UFO UFO spacecraft, mm-hmm. etc. Cetera, et cetera. What I'm saying is, I want a Soviet Union X Files. That would be pretty cool. I want, I want that. That would be amazing. That would be a hell of a thing, That'd wouldn't it? That would be a hell of a thing. Yeah. yeah. What does Khrushchev and Brezhnev know? <laughs> Brezhnev kind of looks like an alien. That is true. Yeah. Um. So there's your story. Thank you to all our Russian listeners. Please continue listening to us. Uh. And um. If you have, if you are Russian. Uh, and you have a really cool paranormal story from your country, uh, please send us articles. Please write to us. If you are not Russian, but you live outside of maybe Canada or the United States, uh, write to us. Uh, If you live in Canada, write to us. But if you're American, we don't care. Whoa! JK, 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 lol. I'm actually dual citizenship. Yeah, you are. You got that nexus. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, no, Nexus doesn't have anything to do. I'm just, I have two citizenships. Okay. I'm a second-class citizen. Does that mean I'm better than you? Yep. <laughs> we knew that anyway. Uh, oh, yeah. no! Uh, if you are from the coast to coast of America, if you have paranormal stories um, from your city, from your state, from Houston, your province. Houston, Albuquerque. Tennessee. All y'all. Uh, we want to hear about it. So we can do kind of this geographical paranormal experience. Stuff. Houston, do you have a problem? <laughs> I would love to know about it. <laughs> okay. Um, I think it's time. Yeah, it's time for predictions. Anything could happen based on a name. Anything could happen when you're playing the prediction game. Tell me, Courtney, what's it gonna be? A way to dredge up all of your childhood anxiety. Okay, here is the title of Season 1, Episode 10. Fallen Angel. Um, Misha Collins. <laughs> rut row. <laughs> rut row. Uh, Fallen Angel. Is it gonna get all religious? I honestly could not tell you what happens in this episode. I don't remember. Lori did like UFO space stuff. We are, well, I guess we did space stuff. I don't know. I debated. <laughs> stuff happened to stuff us. That's all happened. I know. Um, Mulder and Scully investigate a case where someone has been claiming to have been touched by an angel. Oh. And not in a good way. Oh, no. <laughs> 
Well, I'll leave that open to interpretation. That's my prediction. That's your whole prediction. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> yeah. Perf. Yeah. Touched by an angel. In not in a good way. Not in a good way. Like a bad angel. A fallen angel. Satan. It's Satan. <gasps> it's Satan. <laughs> All right. <laughs> okay. So your prediction is that this episode is someone about someone who has been touched by Satan. Like a, a, a exorcism or like someone is possessed. Oh, cool. That yeah. would be cool. That'd be super cool. Yeah. I hope that happens. It's probably not because everything we love has about the X-Files has been destroyed because of this episode. That is very true. Uh, okay, guys. Um, so hopefully next episode is not so stupid. Yeah, we'll see. We'll see. We'll see. Uh, so until next time, guys, remember the truth, truth is, is out, out there. there. Uh, honk, honk. <laughs>